The following episode is dedicated to our loyal listeners in Pratt's Bottom, Kent. I'm Jezbot. I'm Timmy Taco, and welcome to the Steez, a short-form version of the long-form version that <laughs> is Turnstile Records Presents The Escape Pods. Yeah. <gasps> well done. <laughs> you, have, have you had your Ventolin? Uh, I sure have. Thanks. Yes. I'm uh, breathing fresh. And Do you ever get the heebie-jeebies from a... Uh, uh, only, well, the heebie-jeebies are the shakes, the, yeah. the rattles. Only if I have like nine or ten Ventolin gushes in a row. <laughs> That's yeah. code word for um, listen to the podcast. Basically, yeah. if you listen to what we do in the long form, then you'll know what's come in the short form. <laughs> what the hell? Uh, are you excited about this episode, Tim? I'm practically pissing my own pants. <laughs> <laughs> I need to go. For That's piss. good that you're in that leather chair. Then. That's it. Oh, oh I thought oh, you were going to say leather chaps. Leather. Uh, I should point out it's uh, velvet. It's it's uh, pleather. It's, mm. it's leather on pleather. I thought you were going to get rid of the sweaty couches. I'm going to, but I'm going to wear them right, right down. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm in the uh, in the better chair today, to be honest. It's like when you're wearing uh, a leather, good leather couch, becomes soft, becomes comfortable, finally becomes. Um, it's unpresentable, mm. but it's sittable. Oh, yeah. You see what I'm saying? You finally, finally break it in. And then and it then looks like shit. Yeah. It looks like a dog dog couch. Well, I do have this this issue at the moment. My my dog, I've had the couch for 10 years, a good leather couch, Tim, but uh, since I've had the dogs in the last three years, uh, scratch marks. Bit, don't sit there, it's a bit wet. <laughs> you, you can't stop your dogs from getting on your couch. Let's just put it that way. You certainly can't. Uh, sorry, I just leant over to do something a little bit technical on the uh, boards. Uh, don't, drop um, the, don't drop the veil. More of that uh, technicality coming right mm. at you in this exciting episode of the Steez. Let's get into it. Let's do this right now. Here we go. Yes. Mysteries. Mysteries. Now, please, Tim, no more snakes in the belly. <laughs> Last week's. Well, I want to keep. Oh, I do want to keep it inside, um, inside the belly. Okay. Um, with have, a, have we hit the chapter of inside? We've, we've, inside, hit, the belly. we've hit inside the belly in our um, book, uh, the world's most incredible stories, uh, real, fake, or other. Uh-huh. Um, uh-huh. I'll be the judge of that. Yeah, I'll be the judge of that by um, Lyle Watson. Oh, so he, he just did the foreword. I always wonder with the um, with books when they say foreword by Lyle Watson. Yeah. Who the hell is Lyle that mean, Watson? Does that mean Lyle's taking credit for writing the entire book? No, no, no. Just uh, he's the spruker at the start going, I'm Lyle Watson. You all know me. Uh, I'm credible. And, and, I'll, and I, I highly endorse this I book endorse about this book snakes about. and guts. Okay. Okay. Major Richard Bingley, 68, of uh, Newton Abbott in Devon. I don't know any of those places. Went to, a, went to a London hospital. There you go. In December 1988, suffering from a pain behind his left eye. Mm, spiders. <laughs> yeah, possibly. Uh, surgeons recovered a bullet. Okay. 
1952, during the Korean War. Mm-hmm. Uh, That's where MASH was set, set Tim. During MASH. Yeah. Um, he had been shot four times in the thigh. Yeah, right. But medics found only three exit holes. It was thought that the remaining bullet travelled in his bloodstream to his heart, where it crossed the central wall, presumably through a convenient hole that the major must have had since birth. Convenient, must have had. Must have had, convenient, <laughs> yep. <clears throat> From the left ventricle, it passed through his aorta and so up to his head. Allegedly. Well, I had to, because that's where it came from. I guess. How do you get a bullet behind your eye when you haven't been shot in the face? Okay. Korea. Uh, uh, MASH. <laughs> Pierce. Hawkeye. Hawkeye. <laughs> BJ's. Margaret. Um, hand. Hot lips. Same <laughs> person. They're all the same person. Are they? Yeah. The journey took 36 years. Mm-hmm. The hospital kept the bullet for their museum. That was from the Daily Telegraph. Uh-huh. Not, not to da- be confused not- with the Daily Star. Uh, all the Daily Mail. So it's Daily. Uh, or, or This Day Today, Daily. How many of those daily <laughs> publications are still around? Don't know. Don't Not know. many. Um, if any. It'd be daily.com now. Definitely. Well, yep. Maybe we should update our mystery uh, resource material to the internet. We should. We should. So um, the, I, I just don't know about this... Um, I just don't know about this convenient hole this guy had. I, I believe that there is a story floating around our family lineage where um, one of our great great greats yep. um, had a the top of a sewing pin yep. needle mm-hmm. break off into the finger, yes. or yes, off into the finger, couldn't get it out. Several years later, turned up in her thigh. That I've heard of before, and I, I could believe that one. And I have a, I have a story about one of these. Uh, I had, uh, I had a, uh, I had an operation. Uh, it was a t- maybe a tooth operation or something in my in my mouth. <laughs> tooth, I'd say probably a tooth. Yeah, but I did um, develop this little sort of calloused lump on the side of my chin. Really? Yeah, and it was because it was a very deep, deep hole. A deep, deep burn. Deep hole. And so, yeah, this, this little cal- calcified little chunk sort of showed up in my in my jaw. Yeah. And it was like, I could feel it. It was like one of those zits that you can't squeeze, but I could feel a little chunk in there. And, and, and my jaw was so, sort of numb okay. for, a, for a while there. Okay. Just on that, um, I, you can't see it at okay. home. But He's Tim touching his jawline. Right, so <laughs> I decided to operate on it. I had, oh, okay. a, I had enough. <laughs> okay. And so I squeezed and I squeezed. <laughs> I squeezed and uh, got a little bit of um got a little bit of a hole going there. Yep. And then that went on for a couple of weeks and then I finally got a little bit of a toothpick in there and I uh, popped out the little bit of bone fragment that Jesus obviously wept. Obviously worked its way through like, and dislodged oh. and uh, so it does happen. It does happen, but the bullet thing Mm. I mean a bullet All yeah, the way but, but, but From you, your thigh Yeah but the they They say bullet yeah. What they actually mean Is shrapnel 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 And what The reality of it is It's probably Microscopic As uh, per your Travelling bone mm. In your Jawline <laughs> uh, I would say Watch yourself Some mash Get Get on to mash Get on to mash Get yourself a BJ Get yourself a Hawkeye. <laughs> and don't forget some hot, hot lips full of ham. 
<laughs> and radar and cling on, cling on to that for as long as you can. Oh, way ahead of the time with the cross dressing. They like, show transgender. Oh, he wasn't trying. He was just going for a section, uh, section eleven, trying to claim that he's mad because only mad people would dress like women. So it's highly, highly, highly offensive. Highly this. Now that I think about it. Accent. Oh, also the only black doctor uh, in the first season was um, dead. His nickname was Spear Chucker. Ah, mastery. So. This is your mash. And uh, there's st- a myth in that. Stay tuned to the uh, actual uh, Turnstile Records presents the Escape Pod <laughs> episodes, where I'll be reading out erotic mash fan <laughs> fan fiction. I did read that. That really, it really keeps going on and on. Does it end? Uh-huh. Uh huh. Uh, well, more of that later. That's another myth. Or is it? Or is it? <laughs> it's not. Or is it? And now, reading from Jezbot's diary, Wednesday, the second of February, nineteen ninety-four. Mm-hmm. This is uh, the first day of school. I misspoke in one of the previous episodes. Oh, yeah, it was I'm the sure last. People day. don't remember. No, they don't. It was weeks ago. <laughs> uh, Okay, so, first day of school today. How the fuck am I going to be able to handle this? (laughs) (laughs) Brace yourself. (laughs) The first few hours, I was sick to death of it. It was though we hadn't had holidays at all. And the only difference about this year is that we are now called Big Year Tens. Oh, there you go. So, there you go. You are in Year Ten. Big Year Tens. That's gross. Yeah, Uh, it is gross. And we are in a different classroom. Uh, I've got the G-Man again oh, as one of my teachers. Mr. Jaleri, huh? Yeah, it's terrible. How many times do you reckon you had oh, uh, Jaleri? So, so many classes and homerooms. And, and he spent a lot of time talking sports. about his uh, imaginary friend, uh, Kanga. <laughs> Up the melly. Yeah, ride his motorbikes yep. with, his, uh, with his posse, I guess. Yep. Uh, but I'm, I'm with Mick and Jamie. We're in the classroom. So okay, that's all right. I hope that we can get through it. I'm sure he did. Yeah. No, actually, oh, I got through that year and then another year. Okay. Jeez, that's such a long time. Yeah, it is. Yeah. I know. Imagine if you had to do two years of it right now. It would yeah, suck, that's, man. It's so bad. <laughs> I would never go back. Never. Uh, no. Only forward, Tim. Get up the goddamn road, you moron. Up yours. Oh, you me. Come back. Fuck you. What do you got, cannolis for brains? Are you sick and tired of the grinding 9 to 5? Well, join me in the great escape. Hi, I'm Rudolf Bernstein. And if you've got five minutes, I've got some revolutionary news for you. I've constructed a private oasis island just off the coast of the great and prosperous country of Integro. With our partner and prime investor, Generalissimo Inderes Jr. We've created Condor Island Investments formerly known as Jonestown. You may have heard in recent news reports that Generalissimo Honduras Jr. and his rebel forces bravely led a blood-filled coup to eventually crush and overthrow the recent and treacherous green conservative government that previously occupied his rightful kingdom. With all his enemies now in shallow graves, General Honduras has given the green light to invest in his offshore tax haven. We call it Condor Island Investments. Put your trust in us, and remember, don't just launder your clothes, launder your money too as well. Condor. Money provided to Condor Island Investments may disappear without notification. And welcome back to... Uh, correcting Community Concerns and Creating Closer Communities, or CCC ACCC. 
Just remember that. It's easy to remember. Easy. Yep. Just a couple of C's with an A in the middle. It's like uh, Roman numerals. Yeah. You know when you get up to C C C C C M. Yeah. How so, do they? Yes. I don't know what the C C M is. How can you sustain that model? Well, they didn't. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Crumbled. Yeah. When did Latin go out? Oh, it's nineteen sixty-seven. <laughs> okay. The, cool. Uh, so that had a lasting effect. Vatican II electric boogaloo. Yeah. I think they stopped saying um, mass in uh, Latin. Quick, quick question about Vatican II electric boogaloo. Mm. Um, is it a new location, new building, or is it just like, all right, revamp? New um, concepts. Remix. New concepts. New concepts. So is it the same building as always? So it's yeah. really just Vatican. It's, yeah, it's the same Vatican, but we're just changing, we're changing management. Mm. Mm. I guess when they changed it to Vatican II, it was it was fresh and new. <laughs> yes. um, everybody sort of followed suit after that with with part two of something, you know, Gremlins two, uh-huh. <laughs> Ghostbusters two, yeah, the Ghoulies two. Mm. Um, Never did say that one, mm. but I do have two Ghoulies. <laughs> there Great. you go. But that's not uh, no, that's neither here nor there. That's not that's so not the, the concern. That's not the concern at all. We, okay. We've got sidetracked. Uh, this week, it's a lot like last week, I guess, with the rubbish. Yeah, um, yeah that guy seeds. texting me to ask if he could put his rubbish in my bin. Yeah. I thought that was good. Good start to the community. Yep. Uh, I, I'm a bit concerned about the hard rubbish. I don't know if you're pro or uh, con. Well, I'm sure you know this. So I've, I uh, furnished my entire house <laughs> yes. with uh, off-the-road uh, bargains. Is that what I'm sitting say. on now? Uh, you are, actually. That was a bit... That's uh, moldy. Yeah, yeah, don't sit there. It's a little bit wet. Mm. It's been wet for 14 years. Um, I think that could be an old man's chair. He his, may or may not have died in his it. death chair. Yeah. Mm. Um, well, look, I'm, I'm in that camp yeah, a little bit. I, I do pick up from the side of the road. I do put out. I put out good stuff, though. Pick my, up, put out? Yeah. My, my, uh, my hard rubbish never gets to be picked up by the collectors. Right. So uh, you're, my, you've got quality products. Quality people products. People are pickings. Yeah, they, they pick it before it they can They pop be, on that Frankie. They <laughs> pop on it before it can get crushed. Uh-huh. Uh, it's already off my lawn. Usually, at the minute I put it... Yeah, I'm going to take a wild guess. It's also waterproof because uh, they changed the schedule of the old hard, hard rubbish to be smaller amounts more often... Do you remember when they did that? Well, this is the... And it was always during the wet seasons. Mm. So, to, to deter people from taking, like, couches and um, murder mattresses, <laughs> uh, if those are wet as well as bloody, then yeah. people are less likely to take them. Evidence. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, I don't know. That's neither here nor there. But I think that uh, what, what my, my concern is, and what I think we need to discuss in this forum, Tim, yeah. is the... Uh, the schedule needs to be adhered to. Right. There is a week that you're allowed to put your hard rubbish on the front lawn, okay. on the nature strip. And I think people are getting crazy in the coconut with just thinking, hmm, I'll do it now. I'll just do it now. It's September. Uh, pickup's not till November. But uh, I've got this rubbish and hard rubbish is coming up. So you're seeing a lot of these uh, citizens putting their crap on the nature strip and, and it has a kind of cascading effect in the community. Right down the street, people start to go, say, oh, shit, yeah. is it time? Is no, time? is it? Yeah. Yeah, I have noticed that. And the other concern is the, the lack of um, order 
I think it needs to be put out quite neatly. Still St- stacked up, sealed. I don't I don't want to see plastic bags floating around because you haven't done up the uh, the old. Yep. Yeah, you got your sticks um, tied up into tight faggots. <laughs> um, right. Yeah. Yep. And stacked up on the street. Uh-huh. Um, Mattresses. Uh, bleached. <laughs> bleached. <laughs> you, you, you must rip the doors off your washing machines or fridges. Mm. Uh, as it turns out, in the 60s and 70s, uh, little kitties were climbing in there. Well, and, and in the 60s and 70s, to get rid of mattresses, they were just chucking them on the bonfire yeah. and burning it down to the, down to the metal and then recycling the metal. Should we or bring just, that back? Uh, chuck it in the creek. Whatever happened to burning off? Yeah, we stopped that one as well. That was a community <laughs> concern. That was? Uh, yeah. 19 diggity? Because every house used to have an incinerator in the back. Remember that? Yeah. Um, but people just get crazy, Tim. Yeah. Uh, it's supposed to be for leaves and whatnot. But then, yeah, you They saying, start uh, burning let's, rubbish. Let's, uh, let's burn the mattress. Let's get rid of uh, <laughs> all that plastic uh, recycling we can't get in this week's bin because my neighbour won't let me use his bin. Mm. Let's just burn it. I do remember, though, there was a lot of burning offs mm. uh, back in the 80s. Oh, heaps. Um, and Stanos, that lived next door to um, our parents, yep. Stan, uh, he, was, he was a phantom burner. Yeah, he, was, he um, loved it. I think you could do it on Sundays. Really? There was a day. There was a day for burning off. Okay, but that's is that that's also when fireworks were still readily available. <laughs> so, oh, the eighties. <laughs> that was a con- community concern, wasn't it? It was. Um, the fingers of many, many a community. So, have we solved any problems with this? Um, uh, so, what's what? What are you saying with the order it? Um, stick to your dates. Stick to the dates. Don't just be putting out rubbish willy nilly on the nature strip for starters. Because uh, you're, because so, now you communally you're living in a trash dump. It is. You're walking around and there's just trash everywhere. Um, is that something that you could report on your Snaps and uh, solve? Yeah, uh, possibly. Yeah, lag it. Start lagging people in. That's a good idea. And don't put the address on it. Well, but just f- say this is the area. This is what's happening in the area. This is the genius thing about Snaps and solve. Uh, where the photo's taken, it uh, locates it. It uh, gives you a little pin. Okay. The photo gives you a pin. Ah, gotcha. Now, second thing, secure your load. Yep. Make sure the wind can't blow it around. Also, animals like to scurry through rubbish. Yes. And um, tear it up. And I've, what I've found on my nature strip when the hard rubbish is out, don't um, think you're clever mm. and tie the bag up. When you fill it up with whatever it is mm. that's getting recycled, say papers or magazines mm. or... Maybe even some old things from around the house. <laughs> um, in a black plastic bag, ah. you tie the top. I've got to go and the have ra- a snoop. The raccoon people have to snoop. <laughs> <laughs> and I've, I've had like uh, personal belongings strung down the street because they ripped the bag open. It's all loosey-goosey. The ah. wind picks it up. Mm-hmm. Secure your load. Secure your load, but also let your visibly. load be visibly. Yeah. Visible. So uh, I'd recommend clear bags. I like this, I like this yeah. little tip. Or plastic bins. Uh, okay. See-through bins. And the other one is, uh, don't be coming into my neighbourhood, to, to my Clayton, with your Oakley trash. You have to wait oh, for yeah. your hard rubbish. So yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that, don't that be filling up your ute, going to another suburb and dumping on some poor, unsuspecting uh, punter's front lawn. But do continue picking. Do you like the picking? I would like to see less rubbish going into landfill, Tim. So, yeah, if, you, if one man's trash is another man's treasure, we've all heard it before. I'll say it again. 
I have one match. <laughs> I should have to say that. Another match. Um, yeah, go on, go and have a pick. Yeah, pickens. Pop on that, Frankie. Mm. And if you Why find not? any money, keep it. Agreed. So this is the regular segment that we uh, sort of regularly do. Regularly do, but um, Mark a of the week. Yes. Um, and I, I was in Office Works today, mm. and I saw this guy trying struggling with the photocopier. All right. I just don't know. Just don't know how to make make it work. So he actually might, he was American. So he may have come from the the era of this music. And he couldn't figure out what a photocopy. No, he was a, he was kind of a like let's just say he was forty five okay. to forty eight. So not that old. Yeah, maybe maybe he's in his fifties. <laughs> and um, he's photocopying a ye olde picture of um, the woman that circumnavigated the globe in a um, gyroscope. Amelia Hart. Amelia Hart. Air Hart. So he's gone. I bet you don't know who that is, do you? Because because I, I saw him struggling, so I went over and went, "Do you want a handman?" Because I use the photocopies up there all the time. I know what's going on. Mm-hmm. So I've gone, did it, da da da, ding 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 donk. And it was working. So he's like, do you even know who this is? And it was a picture of uh, Amelia Earhart. Thank you very much. And um, so he's photocopying. He goes, oh, I'm making a birthday card for my, da- for my dad. It's his 65th mm-hmm. or 75th, 85th. I don't know. <laughs> you, you do <laughs> that. You do it. You do it. And um, so his plan was. To superimpose his father with his arm around Amelia Earhart, <laughs> and she was standing in front of a um, ye olde oh, aeroplane. So, so, so he, because when the when that guy when the father was born was the day that she landed in his area that he was born in airfield. Well, yeah, <laughs> his airfield. So, so the father was born on that day. So okay. he's like, you know, it's like this thing. It's because she, she did mark, mark a big moment in history when mm. you were born. It's like this thing. She's still missing, by the way. But what he was doing oh. was taking a photo of his dad. Yeah, and taking and the I know, photo, I know and, where this is going. And yeah. he's gonna take a photocopy of uh, the picture of his dad several times. To age it up, okay. So okay. a third generation, so it gets fuzzier and weaker. So it's a great idea, great like plan. on a beta max. Yeah, basically every time you record. So you run that same copy through the photocopier, mm. take that out, put it in the top, do it again. It gets one generation mm. worse until he gets the right mix. <laughs> then, then he with scissors cut out his dad. Yes. Right, and um, <laughs> he was going to. Slot, like stick it onto the page yeah. and then take another photo yeah. of that mm. to join them together. Yeah. It's and I said to him, have you ever have you ever heard of Photoshop? <laughs> ever heard of a filter? I said I said I said I said to him, I said, uh, you know I could do that in 
under three seconds i've i've got a i've got a graphic studio around the corner that i could uh whip that up for you a uh, no graphic time. studio uh you mean an <laughs> iphone yeah basically yeah. yeah basically uh you you really could do it on an iphone couldn't you mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. very yeah. easily okay um because we did superimpose you as a little little dude standing on a um Moss rock one time with yeah. uh, with using the photo. This, this smacks of uh, previous escape pods. Um, we did a segment where um, uh, top ten f- uh, photography. Um, help me out here. Sure, uh, the, um, the fads. Fads, yes. Yeah. And one of the fads in the eighteen hundreds was uh, <laughs> you would you would do what he basically did. Cut the head off. You cut your own head off, <laughs> right? and then stick it under your arm like you're carrying your own head. Yeah. Um, and then take a photo of that. That. Yeah. And uh, then you had a yeah you your first Photoshop. True. Cut so and paste. really old school methods, and I was saying, man, that is like. You know, I say old school on, on the street like it's a cool slang saying. Old but school. This is old school. <laughs> right? Right. So, so we're talking about um, before the internet and all that kind of stuff in our generation. He's talking about, he's talking about like the cut and paste. But you make it. It sounds like he's an eighty-year-old man who is. No, he's he's he's. he's and he was saying he was saying to me he's an artist, hmm. and I'm like, okay. I said, you know, like Photoshop can help with all your competition. I started to launch into art talk, you know what I mean? Um, And then he asked me how much it would cost for um, a Photoshop license. A thruppens. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, I I just said, no, 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 you steal it. And then he was off me. He he wasn't into it. Yeah, he didn't like like that. Because he's an artiste. Yeah, he is. That's right. Um, It's all going to be done uh, above board. I guess. So there you go, old school. But he Just did steal that uh, image of Amelia Earhart. He sure did. Does he have uh, the rights to that image? He actually, he actually cut along her leg and arm mm. and around the head, and then slot his father's photo in behind her. So, so she was. They were overlapping. So it's pretty cool. It was actually not too bad. So we're like back on how him? you would have done. Yeah, we're back on him. But um, how was his? Uh, how was his scissor work? No, very bad. Very bad. Very bad. shaky. Yeah, I didn't want to interfere too much, but I did give him my uh, my phone number and email address. I said, look, man, anytime you want to do any of this stuff. You gave him your email address. Yes, I did. Anytime. All you'd have to do is email it to me, and then I would send it back to you finished, and then you pay me. I think this might be a time for a shameless plug, Tim. <laughs> Is it? Yeah. Oh, well, I do that kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, email address. <laughs> uh, no, I'm not, I'm not putting my email address out there. Um, so what is this of the week? This is uh, this is old school guy of the week. Okay. Um, yeah, it's just old school methods, man. And tried and true, tested. Mm-hmm. Uh, try, try good, it out. <laughs> no, it, it worked. Okay. System still works. Okay. We can revert when 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 the internet crashes, when the solar flare happens, yep. when the Earth finally turns flat, or whatever's going to happen. <laughs> yeah, uh, we're going to go back to scissoring. <laughs> can't, can't wait! <laughs> yes, that's what I've been waiting for the whole time. Yeah, let's go back to scissoring. Well, we did it. Yes, it's uh, another episode in the bag, Tim. Uh, is that what they say? Is that the uh, stage? Um, slang. I don't know, but would you prefer Tim or Taco? Or <laughs> I don't know, whatever you whatever you like. Well, tacos, tacos, all right. Well, I'll give you a week to uh, decide. <laughs>
Anyway, we're out of here. Bye. <laughs>